Welcome to the Susan Winter Show. Here you'll find practical tips and tools to address your most pressing concerns on love, dating, and partnership. And now, here's your love and life mentor, Susan Winter. Hi there, it's Susan Winter. Thank you for joining me today. I have a discussion, and it's it's not going to be an easy one for some of you, but it is a very necessary discussion. There are times in partnership when we know that there's a winding down, and we may not want to admit it to ourselves, but there are signs that our partner is distancing. There are signs that the relationship is coming to an end. And today I'm going to deliver 12 signs that your relationship is in peril and coming to an end. And I'm going to frame it a couple of different ways. I'm going to begin as though it's happening to you and you're observing this unwanted event. I'm going to explain it as though you are the person that is doing this. That's the second scenario. And the third is if both of you are in the same place. Not all relationships last forever. So there are normal things that you can work through. And as you hear me talk about these, please, if you hear one or two things, don't think, Susan thinks my relationship is ending, it's coming to an end. No, you would have to have every single category be, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So let me start slowly and succinctly because we oftentimes don't know what's a bump in the road from this is a clear sign that it may be time to pull the plug. Okay, the first thing, you just feel like something's off. This great part of this human computer that we have is very clear on even if there is no overt sign, something feels off. And you'd notice that because you just don't feel the same kind of fluid connection with your partner that you felt in the past. They can be smiling, they can be showing up, maybe you're still going out to dinner, but there's a restlessness because you sense there's a shift. That is one sign, all right? The second, the communication. The communication is a little stunted. What used to be fluid, exciting conversations or conversations in greater detail, it's now getting truncated, shorter, And you start to feel, number three, that you're being excluded from the full story, that there's a lot more going on in their life that you used to hear about, but now you're not getting so much of the detail. It could be what some people refer to as gray rocking. And gray rocking just means short, non-detailed answers. And we tend to do this naturally with people with whom we want to distance ourselves. We will naturally gray rock them. So it's that person, that annoying person that you're the one person that has a beach home and it comes to May and they're like, hey, I've been thinking about you. What's going on? You're like, nothing, all good. It's like, so what are you up to? Not much. So gray rock just means you're about as boring as a gray rock. And if your partner, who was formerly effusive and would go into detail about what they did that day, suddenly is giving you short, vague answers, disconnecting from conversations and not giving you the full truth. That is a clue because to some degree, 
you are being excluded from the details of their life. And this is especially a hallmark of female closeness. You know, the way that females get close to each other is oftentimes marked by how much we share. Share the personal stuff, the detail, not the big picture, not the presentational things like, oh, I had this, this wonderful meeting and I'm doing so well in work. That's the posturing. I'm talking about the feeling aspect, the details. That is a marker of closeness. So if you're noticing not only that things feel off, but that the communication is stilted, that your partner is kind of not giving you the whole story and you're starting to feel excluded from what's really going on in their life, that's a clue. This one, number four, kind of hard to miss. The physical intimacy is, it's either non-existent or very rare. And that is a very strong indicator that something is missing. Let's take this outside of the fact that your partner may be on certain medications or sick or going through tremendous pressure. When people don't feel good about themselves, especially when men don't, they don't feel very sexy. If your partner has sustained a hit to their self-esteem or they've lost their job or they've lost a tremendous amount of money, the last thing they're going to think about I mean, normally is, is something like this. So you notice irregularities in your sex life, that the patterns, that you're not as close, that the intimacy isn't as intimate, even if you're having it. Again, the higher self inside you notices that something is off. All right. Five, there is a palpable distance. You're spending less time together. There's less less closeness. It's palpable. You cannot ignore it. Okay. Six, there's a little more secrecy than before. There's just a lack of disclosure. This kind of piggybacks on being excluded from the full story. Seven, one, or both of you. You're just not that interested in trying. When a problem comes up, a situation, it's not like you're gung-ho to fix it. You find that there's a laziness, a lack of desire. You find that your partners, maybe they're blowing you off. Yeah, yeah, I'll get around to it or I'll do it or whatever. But it's just to pacify you. And you are very clear on the fact that they're not about to do anything about it. So they've stopped trying. That is a very important point. Okay. Number eight, there's no more laughter. There's no more love. There's no more fun. You don't play anymore. It's gotten deadly serious and it's heavy. The vibe is heavy and you're not feeling that wonderful excitement that you used to feel. You just don't feel as relaxed or they're just not showing up that way for you. All right. Number nine, you're having the same arguments over and over and over again, and there is no resolution. Now this can happen in a relationship that is still intact, but it is not a good sign. This is, again, if you've got all of these converging together, you definitely have a problem. Think about doing a consultation. Think about going into couples therapy because there's something way, way, way off if all this is going on. We expect to come around a circle. There will always be your position and their position, and sometimes they're not going to be the same. But 
a happy, healthy relationship is marked by conflict resolution. When we continue to have these same conversations and they don't get resolved, resentments build up, anger builds up, and distance automatically builds up. Okay? Ten. Either you or your partner has refused to get into any kind of counseling. What I mean is any kind of meaningful action that could correct this behavior. Again, if they refuse to work with you, that is an acknowledgement that they have lost effort, that they are no longer investing in the relationship. Eleven, you're having trouble seeing your future with them because maybe they're just not showing up. They're not doing what they used to do. They're not being who they were. They have dramatically changed, but something is off. And now it's very hard to even imagine why you partnered with them. They've become so different, so distant. And number 12 is, the last one is that all your efforts feel absolutely hopeless. When you have tried everything, and in my terminology, when you've left no stone unturned and you have done everything you know, you've gone into therapy, you've changed your behavior, you've tried different modifications, you've tried to you know, jolly them into conflict resolution, you've done everything and you're not getting anybody else who's contributing on the other side, that is a very clear sign you really do need to pull the plug. Not easy, but it is the outcome of all that has happened and the lack of involvement from your partner. Now, for those of you who that is your experience, the other side of it is your mate. And here's what you may not see, but if you're the one who's pulling away and you know it's over, you're going to know it's over because of the very same things I discussed. You don't feel like, you're not even interested in trying to solve the problem anymore because half of you is gone. You're not interested in creating new experiences because you have been either dismayed, had far too much resentment, far too many things have disappointed you. There's too much hurt. Maybe there's a lack of trust. There was betrayal. Or they started as one thing and promised you this and did a bait and switch. You got a whole different partner that's not showing up for you. In which case, that means it's the end for you. And again, with this, can be a tremendous sense of guilt, sorrow, loss, because your dream was with this person. And it's not like you set it up because you wanted to leave. You fell into this partnership with them because they were doing and saying all the right things and you believed in it. And in time now, you have seen that that's not the truth of what's happening. And so, of course, you left no stone unturned and now come to the conclusion that you have to leave, which has its own difficulty because of guilt and sadness. And that this is a person you once loved romantically. But then these are the factors that will make you know that it's time to pull the plug. And now the easiest situation, because I told you I'd shoot it from all three angles, is if both of you, you're done. In a way, this is the best scenario. There's nothing else to fight over. You can probably sustain living in separate parts of the home and just be cordial because there is nothing left to fight over, because there's nothing left to gain, because both of you have pretty much left the relationship emotionally, psychologically, mentally, all that. Just one thing, 
the finances. And that can be a big thing. So in conclusion, sometimes we don't want to see what we are seeing. Sometimes we don't want to recognize what is right in front of us. But if any of these 12 steps, like it, this is kind of like where you do those self-check things like, oh, 10 of these things apply. But really, if the group of these things apply to you in your relationship right now, it's probably a sign that it's over, that the best years have already been experienced. But here's one thing that I want you to remember in this. Whatever was good, you don't lose that time. You don't get degraded. Like if you had 15 good years and now the relationship ends, it doesn't mean they were lost. I really rail when people say those things. You had 15 great years, it ran its course, you got the best out of it, but you can no longer sustain this because now it will only be unhappiness for both of you. So that is the time that you civilly, if you can, thoughtfully, clearly begin the uncoupling and try to remain as decent with each other as possible. Relationships have a life, a lifespan, just like everything else. And so I hope this has helped you, Susan Winter for SusanWinter.net. If you want to talk to me about this and you want some clarification, please set up a consultation. I do 45 minutes, I do an hour, and I can even do three hours in person with you. So that's SusanWinter.net. Check out my other resources, Breakup uh, Triage, The Cure for Heartache is really good for those of you who've listened to all this and say, wow, I got every single one of those happening to me. Thank you, everyone. And I wish you the very best.